Welcome to the English Out Loud podcast, a podcast where I give you tips on how you can enhance your spoken English. My name is Pat from Toronto, Canada, living in Mexico at the moment, and well, I teach the American accent here. I help people feel a little more confident with their spoken English. People who are already quite good at English, they just need to uh, feel a little better about it, maybe in how they communicate themselves, however they need. Well, I'd like to start things off today with a quick little tip. I want to mention the word schedule. Schedule. There are different pronunciations of this. People will either say schedule or schedule. I just want to point out what the difference is and how you can keep them in mind. Schedule with a sh kind of sound. Much more British kind of sounding. That is the British English type of pronunciation. American English, ske, schedule. That goes for Canada as well. Up in Canada, we also say schedule. We don't say schedule for the most part. Schedule. That right there, you've already learned something. It's been like 30 seconds. This is wonderful. I would like to give you some tips today on pronunciation regarding a little bit more on the O sound. Well, you see, in my previous episode, uh, the long O, I spoke a little bit on what a long O is and how you can pronounce it. You know, how you can stretch it out to sound like O. Oh, I give you a little bit to compare that to uh, what we call the shorto, you know, words like goat versus got, got. And I want to point out that that word got is also another tricky one that I want to make sure you're able to say effortlessly. The word got, ah, is the sound that we're working with. And this is something that you are able to do if you focus. Now, you don't have to do this. In fact, you don't have to watch any of this. You're able to just click off and uh, go watch something else if you are saying to yourself, who's this guy telling me I need to be speaking differently? That's not what I'm saying at all. Speak however you want. Speak whatever language you want and speak it in the mode that you're most comfortable with. I'm here to tell you, though, that if you are the kind of person that says to themselves, I want to change the way that I speak. I want to speak the same way that my American friends do or that I hear in movies or my coworkers. Well, these are the kinds of tips that are going to help your speech flow a little more naturally. Now, before I get into those tips, I would just like to mention something real quick that you as a listener, are missing out if you don't subscribe to these videos and uh, podcast, you know, audio podcasts. You're ripping yourself off if you don't subscribe to them simply because if you don't subscribe, then you're not going to be updated when new episodes come out. And when new episodes come out, if you're not updated, then you might miss some valuable information. You see, all these things piece together like a puzzle in terms of your accent, and if you can find the pieces in the episodes, and if you can take the effort to piece them together and practice, eh, you can start to see some changes, you know, you maybe start to get a little better feeling with your English, so hit subscribe, or don't, 
If you don't want to, but if you do hit subscribe, you're going to get a lot more information in the days to come. Now, the short O sound, I want to point out a couple of things. First off, I mentioned this in our previous chat. There's a difference between long vowels and short vowels. A long vowel moves when we pronounce it like O, O. A short vowel, on the other hand, doesn't move. Ah, ah. Now, notice as well, it's not just an A. It's not like ah, but it's like this ah, you know? It stretches out ah. However, it doesn't move the lips. It doesn't move the tongue. Nothing moves. It just ah flows out. All short vowels have this kind of static, unmoving position. Now, when stressed, the short O... It, it, as you could hear me right there, it kind of sounds like an A, almost like the ah in the word father. Ah. That's something that you want to listen for. That's something that you can catch, well, that I'm going to show you today how you can catch on your own. And the more that you exaggerate this, honestly, the clearer it sounds. Exaggerating this may give you a bit of a cartoonish sound, but at the same time, if you really listen for Americans, such as people from Boston, Boston, they stretch it out significantly, Boston. This is a kind of general sound that, well, practicing, you'll be able to get yourself. So this sound is what we hear in the words such as stop, mom, sorry. Canadians pronounce it a little bit differently, but if you use this in Canada and the United States, it's going to be well understood, and it's going to be very clear. Stop. Sorry. Now, here are some steps to making sure that you're getting this sound nice and clear for yourself. The first thing is you want to kind of feel the backs of your bottom teeth with the tip of your tongue, just feeling around that area. You want to sort of place your tongue to be level with those bottom teeth, and then just drop your jaw and pronounce it. So this isn't keeping your tongue high. It's not going too low. It's just keeping it around the middle of your mouth. Ah. Ah. As I mentioned, it's like the ah if you say father. Try saying that yourself. Father. There you go. That's the same sound as what I'm making. Now give this a shot. Repeat some of these words after me. And stretch the O out while you do it. Here's the first one here. Off. On. Not. Stop. You hear those? Very common words. One and all. Very common words. And, um, well, words that if you stretch them out effectively... People can hear you a little bit clearer. Because if you say on, it might sound like the word own. 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 Eh, we don't want that. We want on. On. If you say not, not, a lot of people say that. Not. They make the lips go around. Oh. And they don't stretch the sound out quite the way that we want to. Oh. But when you stretch it out more, nah, not. Not. There you go. It changes. 
It changes, and you have been a little bit better understood. Let's consider some real common phrases that have the short O sound, so that you can get used to these yourself. You can use them. Uh, it, it'll all come together nicely. Here's a real good one: Put on some coffee. Put on some coffee. What does that mean? Pour some coffee on your head. Or just put the cup on your head. Put on some coffee. Neither, neither. Don't put any coffee on your head. I did not recommend that. I recommended that you prepare some coffee. That you brew some coffee. You know. Suppose you have a guest over in your house. Someone comes in. You say, "Hey, good afternoon. How are you doing today? You want me to put on some coffee? I could put on some coffee if you'd like one." First thing you should offer an American guest: coffee, coffee. Cut. Co We're working hard, aren't we? All across the world, people are working hard. Give them some coffee. Wake them up a little. Coffee. Put on some coffee. Here's another common one that you may hear: hit rock bottom. I knew I hit rock bottom when I was eating out of a garbage can. Hit rock bottom. This means you're at the lowest point in your life. Maybe lost your pride on one thing or another. Rock bottom. There's no going, no getting worse than here. Rock bottom. Here's one more for you. Online commerce. You know, selling things online. Online commerce. Very common phrase. Because what do we use for online commerce? A lot of people use Amazon. Amazon. Notice how I stretched that out at the ending there. Zon. Amazon. Online commerce on Amazon. Easy as pie, right? You can make these phrases too. You can stretch this out in just the same way that I do. I'm not the only one doing this. You know, listen in movies. Listen to your friends. Like I said, you know, maybe、uh, people around you they'll speak a little bit differently. But if you start listening in movies, TV shows, podcasts, notice how I said that pod podcasts. If you start listening in podcasts and all different types of media, you will discover short O's all over the place. There's no shortage of these. No shortage of these short O's. No shortage. Lots of them, lots of them to offer. So, just a couple places to consider with some shortos. Number one, Boston. Boston. This is where the shorto sound is real strong. Boston. Boston. Here's another one. Colorado. Colorado. Popular state. I, from what I've heard, is beautiful. I'd love to go see Colorado, Colorado, and my province in Canada, Ontario, on Ontario, Canada, or even my city, Toronto, Toronto, Toronto. Work on those things. You know, practice stretching out、uh, the. Words. Practice stretching out your O's. You can do it. You hardly even need to take time out of your day to do it. You know, this is a podcast. Listen to it again. 
You know, it's a video. I'm making video for this as well. I know this is the second episode I promised video for. And trust me, the video is made. I've just editing is it takes a little time to work out. But editing's coming along. Editing's coming along. But I mean, hey, this is this is something you are definitely capable of watching again if you like. So listen for these. Continue to practice. And hey, why don't I give you one or two more uh, idiomatic expressions that you could use in your daily life too, huh? How about a good one here? On the ball. This is kind of a sports-related idiom. On the ball. If you are on the ball, you are focused. You are prepared. And you are ready to react to whatever possible situation. On the ball. For example, you could say like, this work looks great. You're really on the ball today. On the ball. Now, the opposite of being on the ball, you could say you've dropped the ball. I dropped the ball on that one. I really dropped the ball. Dropped the ball. Dropped the ball is to say that you are not focused. That uh, when you had an opportunity to do something good, you may have messed it up simply because... You know, maybe your mind was elsewhere or you weren't prepared. You dropped the ball. These are a couple of idioms. On the ball, focused, prepared, dropped the ball. Unfocused, unprepared. You really dropped the ball on that meeting today, buddy. You had a chance, but you dropped the ball on it. Dropped the ball. Now, that's not necessarily a positive thing to have dropped the ball. You don't want to be dropping the ball. You know, you want to be on the ball. Now, I'll give you one more here today. You could say something is not your cup of tea. It's not my cup of tea. It means I don't like it. I don't prefer this. Maybe uh, some food that you've tried. You could say, I've tried it once. Not my cup of tea. Simply means I don't like it. So short O. It's in idioms. The short O is in like countries, cities, it's all over the place. Practice it. Does every American make this exact same short O sound? No, there are regional accents. People's, the accent changes all over the place. I'm showing you how the easiest way. This is honestly the easiest way to do it. The one that will get you by, will sound American, and, uh, and honestly, it just helps you get the right stress on stressed short O's. Like when you want to really get that syllable strong, this gets the job done. The job gets the job done. So listen for short O's in your daily life. You will find many people using them. And if you focus, you'll start to use them yourself. A hundred percent. I can tell you, you will start to use them if you want to. And as you can see, it's not a terribly difficult one to uh, adjust to, right? So work on it. Work on it. Send me an email if you like. You know, give you some more tips on the short O. You could uh, follow me on Instagram. Send me a DM on there, en.outloud. Give me a, a follow on there and uh, I'll be getting these tips up there as well. Anyway, this just about brings me to wrap things up for today. I want to thank you for your time. This is a lot of fun for me. I'm having a blast doing this kind of stuff. And uh, everybody that listens and learns 
really inspires me to keep moving forward. Maybe you don't like every single word I've had to say. Maybe there are some episodes that you think to yourself, oh, that's garbage. I don't like that. That wasn't any good at all. Maybe. That's all right. Because I'm learning to, you know? If you look back from my uh, first episodes to now, I mean, there's a little bit of a difference in uh, the way that uh, I present these things. So keep on listening because these are only going to keep getting better. And, uh, well, I'll have many more good things to tell you in the days to come. Until then, enjoy your breakfast, enjoy your lunch, uh, your bike ride, your jog, whatever it is that you're doing. Have a wonderful day. You'll be hearing many more good things from me. And, uh, well, that's all I've got for now. Have a good one. Hey, Accent Learner, thanks for listening all the way through. I have positions available for accent training, and as always, I want to offer them to my audience first. You're the hardest working accent learners out there, right? So if it's important for you to have a coach with a proven and sustainable method to show you results in 90 days, open up the application form in the description of this episode, reach out to me, And if I see that my solution is a good fit for your situation, I'll be reaching out to you personally, and we can discuss how my method will get you expressing your thoughts and your opinions more confidently in English with three months of dedicated and focused training. Your seat's available for you, my friend. Your teacher's ready to go. Now is the time to make it happen. I look forward to hearing from you.